the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Sean Penn for president. Why are the Democrats even wasting their time with Joe Biden? The man to save this country is out there right now waiting for them to call. And that would be Sean Penn. You remember Sean, the actor. For a couple of years there, he was advising us all on when, how, and how many times we should be vaccinated. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he was suggesting that people who refuse to be vaccinated should go to prison or some kind of punishment. It was He really wanted you to get vaccinated. It was really important, and his advice was to go get the vaccine, and it was going to be great for you. Of course, he's been proven to be completely wrong. But anyway, he's an actor. And a pretty good one, but I'm not sure how or when he became a medical expert. And he's absolutely entitled to his opinion. The question is, why did CNN and MSNBC consider him a medical expert and go to him for advice? Well, he's gone beyond that now. He's advising the military. So not only is Sean able to tell you what you should do with your body and whether or not you should get a shot, he has his plan now for how to deal with the Russians in Ukraine. He was on CNN with Wolf Blitzer last night. And he said the big guy needs to send fighter jets and long-range missiles over there. Quote, they need more ammunition, more long-range precision weapons, and yes, fighter jets. That's what he said. Of course, Sean went over there a few months ago and met with Ukraine's president for a photo op. So he knows what he's talking about here. Come on. And remember, Sean is the guy who fell in love, deep love, with Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. He was his official, his unofficial, I should say, not official. He was his, his unofficial ambassador to the United States. And Hugo, of course, destroyed the country. And the last we heard, I, I think they were eating zoo animals down there at one point. Uh, you know, they got nothing on the shelves. Typical socialism. But Sean loved the guy. He, he basically campaigned for him around the world for the guy. So come on, Democrats. Get behind this guy. Sean Penn is the man the Democrats in this country needs right now when we come back uh, a story about how the federal government is paying to censor conservative outlets outlets i should say and in our second half hour west virginia's school choice program is up and running pay attention pennsylvania are you tired of long hold times when you need tech support Look no further than Vision Computers. With us, the average hold time is just 15 seconds. That means you won't be stuck on hold for hours on end, waiting for assistance. But that's not all. Our custom-built PCs also come with three years of parts and labor included, plus one year of managed service. That means you can have peace of mind knowing that your computer is covered for any potential issues. And when you purchase a new PC from us, you'll get printer, email, and general software setup assistance at no charge. That's right. We'll help you get your new computer set up and running smoothly at no extra cost. We know how important it is to have a reliable computer, and that's why we go above and beyond to provide top-notch tech support and service. Visit us at www.visioncomputers.com or call us at 404-COMPUTE to speak with a live person today. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks 
products I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I'm Corey, and this is my story. I was going through some financial troubles paying off my credit cards. I was paying high interest rates, and it just wasn't getting any better. And I knew I had to do something. So my mom told me about Trinity, and so I decided to call. Trinity was able to do something that I couldn't. I'm paying off my debt. I'm saving thousands, and things are really looking up. I promise you guys, you will not regret it when you call Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life, and it was the best thing I could have done for myself. Because once I called Trinity, they took care of me, and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders. Trinity was great to work with. They wanted to help me. I love it. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I'm Corey, and I'm debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Hey, I'm Andy. I started Harry's because I was frustrated with buying razors at the drugstore. And when I say frustrated, I mean like so upset I called my friend Jeff. Hello, this is Jeff. Jeff, I'm at the store, and I don't get why these razors... Cost so much? Yeah, and do they need to look like robots? Ah, oh, dude, I know. And it's so frustrating how expensive they are. Getting ripped off sucks. We gotta do something about this. Why don't we make our own high-quality razors at much better prices? Actually, I heard about this German razor factory that makes some really high-quality blades. Really? Okay, maybe that's not exactly how it went. But we did buy that German factory, where we're turning high-quality steel into super-sharp blades for a smooth shave at a great price. Seriously, as low as $2 per cartridge. Over the past 10 years, 20 million people have tried Harry's. Join them and get your starter set now. That's a five-blade razor, weighted handle, and shave gel, all for just 3 bucks with free shipping, backed by our quality guarantee. If you don't like it, it's on us. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code MODERN at checkout. That's harrys.com, code MODERN. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to PureTalk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data... You can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, maybe one of these days the Republicans in Pennsylvania will deliver some real school choice. There's always been a lot of talk about it, just not much action. And if you are a member of the Pennsylvania legislature and you happen to be listening, uh, you might want to listen to Andrew Bambrick. He's the Education Outreach Coordinator for the Cardinal Institute in West Virginia, and he joins us now. Andrew, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me on today. So um, I, I was talking uh, with you guys from the Cardinal Institute a couple of years ago when this, uh, you know, first, when this story first came out that you were about to get school choice. Um, but uh, why is today a big day for school choice in West Virginia? school choice in West Virginia because this is the, uh, because today marks the the start of open enrollment for the Hope Scholarship. This is when the 93% of currently eligible West Virginia students are able to apply for the program and begin the process of receiving the funds for the 20, for the 23, 24 school year. And this is, this is the second round of applications that are going to be submitted. And the first one in a year where there isn't a pending legal challenge. Yeah, so uh, give us a little rundown on what the legal challenge was and what happened with that. You were hoping that the, this thing would get off to a, a, um, a start and be officially in place uh, a year ago, but who sued and why? 
Absolutely. So the so the lawsuit was brought by a group called Public Funds Public Schools, and basically what they were arguing was that the program was unconstitutional because um, the because the funds belonged with the public school system. Uh, the program was enjoined in July, a few days after Independence Day. Uh, it made its way to the Supreme Court in October, and then three days after oral arguments, um, on October 6th, if I'm recalling correctly, the Supreme Court upheld the Hope Scholarship, allowing the program to go into effect in January. So families received the funds, uh, started receiving funds in January, and this is going to be the first full school year that they're able to take advantage of it. Was it the West Virginia Supreme Court? Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. Sorry, I should have clarified yeah, that. Yeah. And so it's done, or is it, is it could it be? It is done. Uh, there, The lawsuit was settled. Um, it wasn't remanded to a lower court. There's no other pending legal challenge. It is done. So families can have peace of mind when they sign up this year. And um, uh, how does this change things for parents in West Virginia now? So the way that it changes things for parents in West Virginia is that it gives them funds to access resources that they previously weren't able to have. Like actually just today, since applications opened, I got a text message from a fan, uh, from a parent who was one of the first families to sign up. And she was just basically saying, thank you. Because of this money, I am able to send my son to private school and he's able to get the education that he needs. This is about providing resources and helping parents access things that they need for their children's K-12 education. Okay, and um, what what determines eligibility and, and how many kids are eligible? You say 90 to 93 percent? Yes, 93 um, percent. I, I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but basically the criteria for being eligible is that a student must, is that you have to be a West Virginia resident first and foremost, and you must be under 21, and you have to have been previously enrolled in the public school system for at least 45 calendar days and attending uh, at the time of applying. Uh, unless if you're going into kindergarten, uh, then that enrollment requirement uh, doesn't apply to you. So, and you have to stay enrolled in public school until you receive uh, until you receive the approval letter. Uh, from the Hope Scholarship Board that you are participating in the program. So if you're a, if you are in a Catholic school, for example, in West Virginia right now, if your kids are in a Catholic school, they can't get the scholarship money because they're already in a private school. Yes, that that is correct. Now the way that the law is currently is currently written is that if fewer than five percent of currently eligible students apply and are enrolled in the program by 2024, so next year. Um, the program will become universal in the year 2026, unless, of course, the legislator uh, makes a change and opens it up early. But that's the way things stand now for existing private school and homeschool students who may want to take advantage. So if uh, how many, what percentage of kids do you expect to be enrolled in this? Honestly, like I like based on the numbers, my gut and this is and this is not an official position. This is just uh, my personal opinion. I, I anticipate that like no more than 3% will be participating by 2024, just based on what we've been seeing. So it looks like, so it does look like it will be universal in 2026, but just my, but that's just my view based on how things have been going. Uh, it seems like a low number to me, Andrew. The, I would think that uh, more people would be looking to take advantage of this. Well, so as these programs grow, more and more families are going to want to take advantage of it. Um, like this is this is only the this will only be the first full year that this program is is being taken advantage of by families. So I so in ten years, we're definitely going to see a higher number. Um, but like I do, but I know that as we spread the word about this program, more families are going to want to take advantage of it. But there is funding available if, if you got a, a groundswell of people interested in this after they hear about it or know people who got involved. Because um, it, it seems – I just – I would think that people were waiting for this and uh, that you'd have too many people applying for it and you wouldn't be able to handle it. 
So the thing is, is that um, since this is so new, there are still people who haven't heard of okay. this program. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things that the Cardinal Institute is working on, where we're actually putting up some billboards across West Virginia to help promote the Hope Scholarship. Um, I'm going around talking with families, talking with communities, and appearing on radio shows like yours for the sole purpose of promoting this program and letting families know this is an option for you now. We're talking to Andrew Bambrick. He's the Education Outreach Coordinator for the Cardinal Institute in West Virginia. Uh, The Cardinal Institute is why this Hope Scholarship exists, isn't it? Yes. uh, This was actually one of the first policy pieces of policy we uh, pushed for. We, uh, we introduced the concept to West Virginia in 2016, I believe, uh, through some research that we did uh, on Arizona's ESA and some other similar programs across the country. And because of that, we, um, we, worked, uh, we worked with the legislator while it was being debated, and we have been on the ground uh, telling families about this program since it was passed in 2021. Now, is this only an alternative to public school, or, or can a kid who's in public school also get Hope Scholarship money? Does it have to be one or the uh, other? It, it has to be one or the other. Um, mm-hmm. The Hope Scholarship is an exemption from compulsory attendance in public school. So if you participate, you have to unenroll. Now, one thing that, now, one thing that Hope students are able to do is they are able to participate in certain public school you know, courses and activities uh, if they so choose to. Um, in fact, there are actually some county boards of education that have signed up to uh, be providers for, uh, for these students and say, we will accept Hope dollars for you to pay for a course or something else that you would like to take advantage of. But you could still be in the public school when you take this course? Um, you, you have to be enrolled under Exemption M, which is the Hope Scholarship. But if you wanted to sign up um, as a Hope student and take a public school course, you could. Okay, and what about a kid who wants to play football? So sports access, that's something that is currently being worked out. Um, there is a pathway that's being discussed in the legislature right now. Um, which, if I'm recalling correctly, would require that a student take one course at their zone public school in order to be able to play public school football. That is being considered, and there's, like, it's kind of a weird gray area right now with sports access, so that's something that's currently being worked out. Well, what, what has happened, like, kids who have been homeschooled in West Virginia up until now, and maybe will continue to be, were they able to take part in, in, in uh, high school sports? Uh, yes. So actually, um, that is something that has been newly entered. Um, that is something that was introduced for homeschool students. Their pathway is um, um, is one is a public school course at their zone school. That that's their pathway, if I'm recalling correctly. There's a lot of technicalities there, but that's the way that they've been able to participate. And um, have you seen an increase in the number of private schools opening or wanting to open? We have definitely seen some interest um, in some in some private schools coming to West Virginia. Um, like I like I haven't see, like I haven't really seen too much of a dramatic increase as of now. But this program is still new, so I think so. As, so as the program continues to mature and more and more people see its successes, uh, I, do, I do hope that more private schools will want to expand into West Virginia. So uh, a parent can get $4,300 per child, right? Yes, that is correct. Um, so uh, I don't know what a Catholic school, for example, uh, costs here. I think it's more like eight or ten thousand bucks a year. I'm, I'm guessing maybe seventy five hundred. Yeah. I think that's a ballpark. Um, yeah. If uh, I've always, when I've looked at school choice, I've always thought that what would eventually happen is once the state determines how much money each kid is going to be able to have to take with him to whatever school he wants to go to, um, it will magically create schools that charge that exact number for the kid to go there because they'll figure it out. That that's how that's how we're going to be successful, or it's going to be it's going to be a number very close to the number that the state is giving everybody. So, do you expect to see, you know, schools pop up where they 
where they, um, you know, maybe they charge 5000 bucks a year, and so the scope, the Hope Scholarship basically almost covers it? Um, so um, are, are you asking if uh, schools will adjust their prices so it's the full amount well, no, of the scholarship? Well, no, I'm looking at, like, uh, I see here locally um, the, some of the Catholic schools have, uh, have closed, um, yeah. and they've, they've merged with other Catholic schools. Um, the school that, matter of fact, the school that I went to, it now, it, it's, it's the building is still there, but it's not being used. And they, those kids are going to another school with uh, kids from one other school. So it's three groups of students going to one school. And I'm just, I just look at it as like, it, it, why wouldn't it be like a business opportunity for somebody to look at this school that's sitting there empty, perfectly good school building, and say, I can I can come up with a way to start a school that maybe I charge kids $6,000 a year, and they can get 4300 of it from the state. That that's what I was hoping would happen with with all these uh, school choice programs in all the states. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Now I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Like that is cer- that is certainly possible. But um, you know, beyond introducing ESAs and other school choice opportunities, there are also other issues that do need to be worked out, like zoning laws. Uh, regulations and things like that. And that's also something that the Cardinal Institute is working on. So in addition to getting hope to working to implement the hope scholarship, as we work on these other issues, we do, um, we are, we do hope and we do know that there will be some schools that want to expand into West Virginia and work to bring on hope recipients. Are the Catholic schools the most likely to try to take advantage of this? Oh, yes. The diocese is on board with it. Um, in fact, like I was looking at the public provider list right now. And if I'm recalling correctly off the top of my head, the majority of the private schools participating were actually the were actually the Catholic schools in the Wheeling Charleston diocese. So they're on board with this. But if you are in a Catholic school now, you can't get the money, correct? Unfortunately, not. Uh, you can't. Uh, as I, but as I said, with that 5% trigger, uh, unless the legislator expands it early, uh, it will be available to existing Catholic school students in 2026. And um, the, st- the, the teachers' unions, I guess they, they have nothing to say anymore. They're, they, they had their chance, and the Supreme Court shut them down? Yeah, we were. Um, yeah, I haven't heard or really seen anything uh, from them expressing, you know, really anything regarding how the Hope Scholarship has been going. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. uh, we? I'm sure we have some listeners in West Virginia, or um, or our listeners who have family there. How do they apply now? What's, what's involved in applying for a scholarship? Absolutely. So what you need to do is you'll need to go to the official Hope Scholarship website which is www.hopescholarshipwv.com. And on the main page, you'll see click here to apply. And then you'll start the process in the EMA portal, setting up your account. Now, one of, now one of the most, and for each of your kids, um, like let's say you have three children who are eligible for the Hope Scholarship and you're applying for all of them. You will be setting up three different accounts for, for your kids. And one of the pieces of information you need is a, the student's Webus ID, which is the West Virginia Education Information System number that every public school student gets when they start in the public system. You need that number because that number is going to be used to help determine eligibility based on the records. So make sure you get that number and do not make up that number. I heard of some instances where parents were just punching in numbers last year for their kids' account, don't do that. That causes more problems. Um, yeah, and then, um, and then in addition, you will also need the student's birth certificate as well as, as well as a proof of residency. So once you submit that, the board will review it, and they have 45 days to get back to you. But from last year, we saw some pretty quick turnaround. I think the longest time last year was about two weeks before a parent heard they were in. Well, hey, uh, Andrew, I, I've been following this story since you guys showed up with the idea a couple of years ago, and uh, um, I'm rooting for you to, to do well, and I hope it uh, really just uh, mushrooms into a gigantic 
school choice program for everybody in the state. Uh, and I appreciate you coming on the show. And keep us uh, posted on what's going on at the Cardinal Institute. I definitely will. And thank you so much for having me on this evening. Okay, that's Andrew Bambrick of the Cardinal Institute in West Virginia. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Dozens of Democrats in the House joining their Republican counterparts in a vote to rein in President Biden's executive orders. 59 Democrats broke ranks on Wednesday to vote with Republicans in the House to pass a bill to assess the inflationary effects of President Biden's executive orders. The bill marks the latest effort by Republicans to pump the brakes on what they describe as the Biden administration's far-left policies, which they say are causing the highest inflation seen in decades. The House easily passed the bill in a 272 to 148 vote over objections from most Democrats, who dismissed GOP assertions that President Biden's policies have caused inflation. Four Republicans voted against the legislation. Edwin Mora, Capitol Hill. Jurors have visited the South Carolina state where prosecutors say attorney Alex Murdoch shot and killed his wife and son. The tour of the scene happened before jurors were to head back to court in Walterboro to hear those closing arguments. This is SRN News. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes Jesus Revolution. If you look a little deeper, if you look with love, you'll see an entire generation searching for all the right things, just in all the wrong places. Based on a true revolution. You're going to need a bigger church. Jesus Revolution. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. Go to JesusRevolution.movie. Are you self-employed, trying to buy a primary residence or an investment property and running into roadblocks? Hi, this is Andrew Del Rey from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. My partner, Todd Avakian, and I have the solution. We have several non-traditional loans designed for self-employed borrowers, loans that don't always rely on income or tax returns. We can help you qualify using bank statements and total deposit analysis. Go to andrewandtodd.com today and answer a few questions. That's andrewandtodd.com, andrewandtodd.com. AM 1250, The Answer. Brandon Tatum, unafraid to tell it like it is. On the next Officer Tatum show, Dr. Fauci, you had no business lying to us, and you knew you were doing gain-of-function research, and you knew y'all was over there cutting up in China, and you knew where the COVID-19 came from, but you lied to us anyway. I hope they hold you accountable, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Let's talk about it more on the next Officer Tatum show. The Officer Tatum show, later tonight at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. It's time to think about your tax refund. And Jackson Hewitt wants you to think biggest. As in, we guarantee you'll get your biggest refund or your money back plus $100. Who offers that? Come to think of it, nobody. It's one of the biggest guarantees out there and why you can't just file with anybody. For your guaranteed biggest refund, go to Jackson Hewitt today. Your wallet will thank you. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. We make the amazing Solaire infrared gas grills that are built to last and will consistently deliver better than restaurant grilled food. The Solaire infrared burner heats up to 1,000 degrees in just three minutes, even in the dead of winter. The high heat locks in the juices and flavor and grills food faster. Learn more about these fantastic USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. Solaire Hot Fast Grills at BestHotGrill.com. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy & Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. A couple of evening showers and a thunderstorm. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 45. Sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 57. Increasing clouds tomorrow night with a low of 34. Increasingly windy Friday with occasional rain. We'll reach a high Friday of 43. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. 
This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we haven't heard much about East Palestine lately. It's, I mean, it's kind of in the news every day, and people are upset, and you see them showing up on, uh, at least I've seen them on Fox News. The uh, residents are still upset that they haven't been taken care of, that Joe Biden didn't come to visit them, that Pete Buttigieg came down there and made an idiot of himself. I, uh, um, and so I came across this, and this is a pretty good summary of what's going on up there. It's a story uh, in the Daily Signal by a Roman Jankowski, and he did a really good job of breaking down uh, the story and what's going on up there. It's this. It's seven, um, seven factors, seven facts that he discovered during his visit to East Palestine, and it's dated today. So he obviously went there very recently, and uh, he says number one. The derailment is a multi-state disaster. Uh, It was a multi-state issue from the start because the derailment and controlled burn happened at the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania. East Palestine's eastern border is also the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. Everybody around here knows that. He says it's not safe to drink the water uh, and that this is one of the worst ecological, uh, ecological, ecological, ecological disasters in recent history, and no one from the left is talking about it. But... Uh, he mentions that it's close to Pittsburgh and Youngstown, and because of the multi-state issues, there should have been a gigantic federal response early in the disaster. This is the one time when the federal government, which sticks its nose in way too many things, should have been involved because it was two states. It was interstate. Um, uh, so the city, number two, he says, the city smells, whoops, don't don't listen to that. I don't know what that is. I'm going to get rid of it now. It's gone, I hope. Um, he says the city – oh, this is a – what you're hearing there is the water running as I'm looking at this. The video popped up, and I can't get rid of it. So that's just some sound effects. That's that's the water – that's the creek. I can see it. You can't. It's radio. Sorry. Uh, but he says the city still smells of chemicals. There was a profound chemical odor, even though it was weeks later after the event. Um so I guess we don't have uh, smell radio. I, if I, I could let you smell it, but I can't smell it. I can see it. But he says, when I first arrived in the city, there was a pungent chemical odor that you couldn't escape. There was also another distinct sweet chemical smell surrounding the waterways of East Palestine. And the ministry says here, this is Roman Jankowski, this administration thinks gas stoves create uh, disasters, but when there's an actual uh, a disaster, they fail to show up. No, that's true. That's a little tweet. And the closer you got to the water, he says, especially the waterways that Norfolk Southern was aerating, the sweeter the chemical smell. How'd you like to be up there smelling this? You don't know what you're breathing in. You don't know what the long-term, or well, first of all, you don't know what the short-term effects are, but you don't sure, sure, uh, you sure don't know what the long-term effect is going to be for you and your kids, and how long can they breathe this in uh, before it has some kind of uh, dastardly effect on you. When I arrived in town, uh, this is he says, East Palestine is a vibrant small town. When I arrived in town, I was surprised at how relatively large it was. I was expecting a one-stoplight town with vacant storefronts, but it was the exact opposite. I've driven through there many times. It's obviously close by here, but it's 40 miles, whatever it is. Uh, and um, I went to school in Canton for a while, and I've made many trips up to the Football Hall of Fame in Canton, and I've driven through it many times. It's a nice town. I think I actually got, matter of fact, I know I got pulled over for speeding on my way through there one time, and had to. I think I had to drive to the East Palestine Police Station, and I don't know how I had to. I had to pay for the for the ticket like right there. Or they were going to th- oh, throw me in jail or take my car. I forget. Long, long time ago, but it's a top population of forty seven hundred and sixty one. And uh, it's uh, 3.15 square miles. That's uh, and then number four, the Trump effect. If it wasn't for Donald Trump Jr.'s tweet on February 17th announcing his father's plan to visit the town, East Palestine likely would not have been seen such a large presence from the Biden administration. Four minutes, four minutes after Trump Jr.'s tweet. Four minutes after Trump Jr.'s tweet. The Federal Emergency Management Agency announced on Twitter it was sending a senior official and an instant management assistance team. Four 
minutes. How about that? That's how long it would take you to 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 type in the 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 tweet. To ty- it would take you at least two. So it was like, oh my, whoa, what's happening here? Hey, let's get somebody out there. They put it up on Twitter. Four minutes. On February 22nd, the Environmental Protection Agency announced plans to hold Norfolk Southern liable for the cleanup. On February 24th, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg visited the disaster site and stated on Twitter, quote, We're constrained by law on some areas of rail regulation, like the breaking rule withdrawn by the Trump administration in 2018 because of a law passed by Congress in 2015, but we are using the powers we do have to keep people safe. And that's when Buttigieg, it took him less than four minutes to blame Donald Trump. took him about a minute and a half for that. But it says here, Buttigieg's statement was fact-checked by the Washington Post, which concluded, quote, From our analysis, none of the regulatory changes made during the Trump administration at this point can be cited as contributing to the accident. So that's the Washington Post, not the Washington Examiner or the New York Post. It's the Washington Liberal Post said that. And um, I, I don't know if they're still repeating it on the cable, on CNN and MSNBC. I wouldn't be surprised if there are still people out there saying somehow that this was uh, Trump's fault. But uh, Roman Jankowski writes, Trump Jr.'s tweet undoubtedly forced the administration to respond in a larger way to this disaster. How about that? Four minutes before they, after, and, and you know, everybody wants to jump all over Trump, uh, the, the Trump haters, and they're out there, obviously, uh, everywhere. They they just saw this as an opportunity to accuse him of be, doing making this into a political stunt, and maybe it was. Everything's a political stunt, but if it helps the people, then it's a good stunt. And it was he showed that the right thing to do was to show up and see what's going on there. And uh, Joe Biden said he was going to do a Zoom call. That's what he said. Yeah, I'll be I'll be taking care of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do. It. And he couldn't remember what it was called. Is that what a Zoom Zoom? Yeah, Zoom call. I'm gonna do one of them Zoom Zoom calls. That's what he said. So uh, four minutes it took him from the time that Donald Trump Jr. announced that his dad was coming there. Number five, Trump fires up the town. Uh, Trump's visit on February 22nd seemed to energize the entire town. Many of the residents of East Palestine are big fans of Trump and his former presidency. I think he got like 70% of the vote there. Um, And he says, um, I asked uh, him what he's, uh, this guy he asked in... um, in East Palestine, I asked, this is on a tweet, I asked him what are his thoughts on Secretary Pete Buttigieg's statement when the time is right, uh, and uh, he doesn't, I can't tell you what the answer was. So, <laughs> uh, six, FEMA's limited presence, presence. It didn't appear that the FEMA personnel were interacting with the residents of East Palestine in any meaningful way. The agency's only presence in town that I saw appeared to be two unmarked recreational vehicles, obviously an RV, uh, uh, you know, like a, a trailer. Um, so FEMA didn't find any, didn't see any reason to be, how is this, how is what happened to these people in East Palestine any different from a tornado or a hurricane that that, that just destroys things and disrupts things and knocks out power and does all the things that the hurricane does? The people need help. Isn't that what FEMA exists for? And they, they 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 didn't think it was a big deal. Uh, maybe the people voted for the wrong candidate for president. Maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Um, and then that's number six. And from I say, oh, but he says from my observations, FEMA did not post any signage on or around its RVs or any other part of town to state its presence. Nor did it put up any booths on the sidewalk during Trump's visit to the town. It didn't appear that it was interacting with residents on the day I visited. Seven, this is his last of the seven, federal agencies are relying on Norfolk Southern. FEMA, the Environmental Protection Agency, and the Department of Transportation seem to be solely relying on Norfolk Southern to respond to the disaster. Just imagine for one minute if if what he's saying here uh, was being said when Donald Trump was president. At FEMA, the Environmental Protection Agency, and the Department of Transportation seem to be solely relying 
on the railroad to respond to the disaster. Yeah, let the railroad take care of it. We can't be we can't be bothered. Uh, and then let's see what else you go. I, I did not see any EPA or Department of Transportation representatives, nor did I hear about any EPA, transportation, or FEMA representatives contacting residents. I did see Norfolk Southern representatives giving cards out to employees of the local McDonald's. So there's a good rundown from uh, Roman Jankowski of the Daily Signal. He made the trip to East Palestine. I don't know where he came from. I get the feeling he's not from around here because he was surprised, you know, by the size of the town and everything. He's not He's not from here. But uh, give him credit for going up there, going on the ground, and then reporting what he found. And uh, it's still going on, as far as I know. I, I, th- I think the water still is multicolored, and uh, the air stinks, and the people are still trying to decide whether they can, not much less want, to, to live there anymore. So, um, and here's the thing. Nobody's going to pay a price for this because they're still not going to vote. They weren't going to vote for a Democrat anyway. So the Democrats just don't care. They don't. They just don't care. Um, they, this is a, this, this area of Ohio is, means nothing to them because they can't get any votes out of it. So maybe it'll come back to haunt them in 2024, but I doubt it. First of all, it's too far off. People forget, but they're smart. When it comes to the politics of this, what do they care? The, the, the quicker this thing goes away for them, the better. And nobody in Georgia or eastern Pennsylvania or New York cares about East Palestine. They don't care. So it's not going to cost them anything. I'll be right back. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Did you know that the average price of a used car is up over 40% from just a year ago? The cost of living has gone up and the cost for auto repairs is rising as well. The car you have needs to last you longer than ever. So if your vehicle has less than 150,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all, you need to call CarShield at 800-523-8667. We've just announced a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle service plan to help save thousands of dollars on out-of-pocket expenses for future auto repairs. While the cost for new and used cars continue to go up, CarShield offers protection plans at an all-time low. Drivers who activate their plan today will also receive 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, courtesy towing and emergency tire, battery, and key lockout service. Call 800-523-8667 today to save 20% on your plan. That's 800-523-8667. Keep your car protected. Call 800-523-8667. Again, 800-523-8667. The word is out. 
People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to PureTalk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So I was hoping to have a, a guy come on here and talk about um, something called Disinformation Inc. Incorporated. That's a series that the Washington Examiner is doing uh, on uh, disinformation tracking groups that are blacklisting and trying to defund conservative media outlets. And um, he had to cancel at the last minute. We hope to have him on tomorrow. Uh, actually, it's uh, it's uh, Gabe Kaminsky, who was on this show the first time three years ago when he was an intern at Pitt. And uh, not an intern. He was a student at Pitt. And he was doing an internship at The Federalist, I think it was. Uh, but he's now an investigative reporter for The Washington Examiner. So I hope to have it on tomorrow. But um, it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain and, and uh, without going into it in detail, but it involves the University of Washington taking taxpayer dollars and partnering with a disinformation tracking group uh, called um, the uh, the let's see, it's called the Global Disinformation Index. Just that's two words that scare you right there: global and disinformation, not misinformation, disinformation, and so they. Uh, they have gone after certain outlets and uh, blacklisted them and pointed them out and called them uh, well distributors of disinformation. But and we'll try to get into this more tomorrow, but um, I'll just give you the list here. This GDI, the Global Disinformation Index, which is supported by taxpayer dollars and is supported by a couple of agencies within the State Department, the Global Disinformation Index, um, and uh, it it uh, had a list of the ten riskiest risk, riskiest news outlets. You ready for these? See if you see anything in common with these: the American Spectator, Newsmax, the Federalist, the American Conservative, One America News, the Blaze, the Daily Wire, Real Clear Politics, Reason, and the New York Post. Those are the ten riskiest. They just happen to all be, of course, conservative outlets. So there's, and that, and, but again, who cares what the Global Disinformation Index thinks about anything, except for the fact that it's getting money from the State Department, and the State Department is funding their blacklisting of those outlets that I just mentioned for you, mentioned to you. So uh, we'll try to we'll try to talk about that uh, more tomorrow. Something else I would like to get into tomorrow, if I can, um, I've got a request in. Uh, this is a, a kind of a sports angle that we can finish up with here. This is uh, this is not good news for the um, the Pirates, and it's not good news for the Pirates or the Penguins, but especially the Pirates. Uh, Adam Bittner has a really good story about this at the Post Gazette, um, and AT and T Sports is about to go away. AT and T Sportsnet, and that's the outlet that carries both the Penguins and the Pirates games on TV. I'm sure. Most people listening to this show know that, but um, they are running out of money, and they can't afford to make the payments on uh, the, the the rights payments. They can't afford to pay the pirates the forty four million dollars or whatever it is that they um, that they pay for the pirates games. They are uh, getting ready to go out of business. At least they're called RSNs, Regional Sports Networks, and they. Aren't they're, they're less and less profitable because people are cutting the cord from cable and they're going to streaming. And the reason that cable companies are able to come up with the millions and millions of dollars to pay to teams like the Pirates and the Penguins is subscribers. 
it's also about advertisers, but they have to have the subscribers to give them the money every month to help them make the payments to these teams, and the subscribers are going away. They're going away. And here's the here's why it's a problem for the Pirates more than the Penguins. Uh, the Pirates stink, and the Penguins are, well, they're having some struggles this year, but then they're starting to get back on track. But their Penguins have been wildly the most successful franchise in the city for the last, I don't know, 15 years. Pick a number. The Pirates stink. They're pathetically bad. They stink. They're boring. Uh, they're annoying. Everything you can think about them. But if you are a cable subscriber and you get the sports package on whatever whatever uh, company you're you know you're with Xfinity whatever it is, you get both. You get the Pirates and the Penguins. So the Pirates have been able to get the money from AT and T Sports because AT and T Sports has the subscribers who are subscribing to get both hockey and baseball. Now, the Pirates may have to depend on people who just want baseball. And if you're under 70 years old, you probably don't want baseball. That's the way the, the demographics look for baseball now. So uh, this is not good news for the Pirates. They, they're tight with their money anyway. They don't have the money to compete with the major market teams. And now they are not going to be able to piggyback uh, on, the, on the Penguins in order to, to – um, get some of the money that goes out to the Penguins because the Penguins have been successful and people have really gotten into hockey and watching hockey on TV. The ratings are great. Uh, Some of the best ratings in the country are for the Penguins. They might have been the best again last year. I'm I'm not sure. They've always been up there in the top two or three local ratings for hockey. So that's meant money for the Pirates in a roundabout way because people who want hockey, they also get baseball. And that means subscribers and that means money for the Pirates. So the Pirates already stink, their, their owner is despised, and they don't have the money to compete, and they're about to be finding themselves without as much money as they had before, and the team isn't going to get any better. So not good news for the Pirates. Maybe we'll talk about that some more tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.